the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Feeling better today. Still fighting it. Uh, Friday, if you were listening Friday, my voice was about gone. Saturday, it was totally gone. And then yesterday, it got a little better. Today, I feel uh, better yet. I, I didn't get the super bug. I just got its little cousin. Uh, but but uh, we're going to make it through. Happy Monday, if we can say that on a Monday. Have you recovered from St. Patty's Day? Were you out there splurging on corned beef and green beer? I, I, I spent the night at home. I did. I wasn't feeling it. And uh, no offense, I loved uh, the Irish and all that stuff. But uh, me and my wife just hung out at home. Our older son uh, went back to school yesterday. So he, he flew out yesterday. So, uh, you know, it's always sad. It's always good to see him. And he's he's doing well. Uh, but life goes on. 800-951-0592 is our toll-free number. Of course, the website at allamericangold.com. And uh, don't forget, so many things going on. Uh, March Madness, right? We had the selection Sunday, and everybody's going to be getting their pools out and making their predictions and uh, I, I, I will say this. I'm not sure how anyone can beat Duke, and I hate Duke. As most of you know, I'm a diehard Syracuse fan. Uh, they're in it. Uh, they're the eighth seed, and, well, we'll see if they can pull off a little magic. Speaking of of magic, the Federal Reserve is going to be meeting this week. Yeah, Tuesday and Wednesday. This was supposed to be the meeting that they raised rates. If you go back to December, right, <laughs> this is the meeting that caused uh, the Christmas Eve massacre and all that other stuff because they, the way they talked at the press conference was saying, hey, we're going to keep raising rates. And, and by Christmas Eve, uh, they were singing a much different tune. Here's what I expect. Inflation is in check. We don't see uh, a big issue there, and it seems to be slowing. Uh, we'd like it to be at our 2% target. 
They're going to talk about the economy has slowed down. You know, and I don't. They won't use the word "some," but they'll just you know acknowledge that things have slowed, and then at the same time tell you still things are good. That's what I expect. Uh, no rate hike, but that's what the the market um, is waiting for, and that'll be on Wednesday. So they'll they'll pull up in their limousines on Tuesday. And by Wednesday, they will have a – now they do a press conference every meeting. So we'll get a press conference from Jay Powell, and uh, no one expects a rate hike, and neither uh, do I. Friday I – think I think it was Friday. Friday could have been Thursday. And, and I apologize. I, I, like I said, I was fighting the good fight there. I talked about pensions from Congress, and I got to give a shout-out uh, to Kermit because he sent me an email and I, I will tell you this so disappointed because I got it wrong and I want to correct it and I'm disappointed because the source that I got it from I, I treat uh, with high high regard and so I'm I'm disappointed uh, that the the slant that they used and omitted uh, you, you most Congress yes, after five years of service, you're eligible for the pension. That, that part was true. Uh, they don't get 80% of the money. So that, that part was, was not true. And they have some scale uh, of years you need to serve uh, before you get it. But it is still a pretty sweet deal. Considering no one else gets a pension, I want to say if you only did the minimum, if you only did the fiver, you still get close to twenty grand a year. Uh, so I guess in that math, and I don't know if the math is right or not, but maybe four grand a year for every year you serve. So you can kind of figure out you'd have to be there a really long time uh, to get uh, fully to that full 80 percent. But they, maybe that's why guys like like McCain was there forever. Pelosi's there forever. Maybe that's what they're going for. But uh, shout out. That's why I got the best audience in the world. They'll let you know, hey, if you miss something, and I usually don't, but when I do, let me know. I'll correct it. And I wanted that to be out there because, uh, like I said, uh, Sovereign Man is the one who did the article. And I, and I just I think he does such great work, disappointed uh, not only in him but myself uh, for not re researching it a little further. Uh, but having said that, listen, I tried, and again, everything I do here, I don't want to exaggerate anything. I don't need to. I don't want to scare anybody. We want to educate you because that is the key to understand what is really real and what isn't real. You know, they talk about all oh, fake news this and fake news that. What they really want to do is they want to shape their version of the truth. I just want the truth. And I don't want to shape it right or shape it left. And and really, I try to stay in my lane when we talk about finances, when we talk about your wealth, when we talk about the dollar, when we talk about all these things that have to do with all of the, uh, you know, the equity, the sweat equity we all put in day in and day out. And most of my anger and frustration at the central bank and how they got power and how we need to take it back today.
What a show. I got to give a big shout out uh, to Jay Taylor. He is the guy that brought it to my attention. The central banks of central banks. Something very important is going to happen at the end of this month. I'm going to tell you what that is and what that means for fiat money when we return. Hey, travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? That's 303-772-7952. Eight hundred nine five one zero five and nine two. When we talk about things, especially when we talk about them, the elite, the Illuminati, the banking cartel, who is them? And by the way, sorry for this, but Jason, you fixed it. Thank you. Who is them? A voice of a group, a club, that has been described as the most exclusive, secretive, and powerful club in the world. (laughs) That's probably Club A. I'd like to be a part of that club. The New York Times called them, and I'm quoting, the secretive panel that establishes global banking rules. The central bank's central bank. They meet four times a year. And you may, you may know this. In a little town called Basel, which is located in Switzerland, Edward J. Epstein did an article for them in Harper's Magazine back in 1983 where he described their shyness about publicity and the sophistication of their clubhouse. They have a nuclear bomb shelter in the basement. Listen, these are important people. An entire hospital, as well as some 20 miles of subterranean archives. They make the Federal Reserve look like a lemonade stand. Right? Listen. Wow. That's quite a club. Bomb shelters, nuclear bomb shelters. Uh, In the basement, a whole entire hospital. It is an important vice, or voice, excuse me, an important vi- voice. When did it speak and what did it say? 
while they have spoken with comprehensive new sets of rules and or frameworks. Which is, by the way, the word they use. They don't like to use the word rules. Because, right, who are these guys to make rules for the United States, right? See? See? So it's just a framework. Hey, it's just an idea, right? It's like an outline. Only three times since their inception have they issued these frameworks. By the way, when was their inception? Very, very important to note. As most of you know, I reference 1971 all the time. Because that's really when this big experiment began. They created this group, the Central Bank's Central Bank, in 1974. So right after the whole world, we went free-floating, closed the gold window, they created uh, the bank here, the Bank of uh, International Settlements, if you will, the Central Bank, Central Bank. The first time they issued frameworks was 1988. They issued Basel I, it was referred to. They didn't issue any other framework until 2004, in which they issued Basel II. (laughs) That one must not have been so good, because in 2012, they issued Basel III. There is no binding legislation, but in the banking world, what they say goes. Both Basel I and Basel II took the fashionable view of what money is. Here's what they said. Government bonds, mortgage-backed securities, Cash, etc. You know, gold was included, but in what they allowed as as capital. Okay, but they they weren't a tier one deal. So think about banks today. Think about the requirements that after too big to fail, right? The the solution to be too big to fail wasn't break them up. No, 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 no. (laughs) Says that would go against what they want to do. It was to force these mega banks to hold certain tier levels of debt, tiers one, two, three. Right, tier tier one, they beat me and hey, the, this is the best. This is the best stuff money can hold, right? Money can buy, right? And what's in there? Treasury bills. <laughs> Even though, let's face it, there's not a snowball's chance and you know what that we're ever gonna pay it back. But we're gonna pretend it's the best. Right? And, and tier three, which would be the worst. 
that's where you have all the the subprime junk, right? All the bad credit, all right, all that stuff goes in there. And the problem, right? At least according to these these bankers, the problem was that the in '04 they just held too much bad stuff and not enough good stuff. That was the problem. See, what the problem is is that bad stuff wasn't bad stuff until after people stopped paying. <laughs> That's kind of the problem. But nonetheless, since its inception, they've always viewed gold as a Tier 3 asset. So as a Tier 3, there's different rules for different tiers. A Tier 1 asset, you can lend out, right, the maximum. A Tier 3 asset, as an example, you only can lend out 50% of its market value. So when you think about gold and you think about, uh, what, what is it, 1306 bucks today? Right, the banks could only loan out six hundred and fifty-three bucks or whatever it was. That's about to change. The most significant change is is the moving of gold from its tier three status to tier one status with a 100% loan backing reserves the same is cash and bonds for the first time in 42 years gold is being brought back and of course now it's what 49 years i guess okay now i just want to put this so you understand why they said 42 years this was put into paper in 2012 but they wanted to give it time. So they let everybody know in 2012, gold was going to move into the category of quote unquote real money. But it wasn't gonna happen until 2019. And this is why I say none of this stuff happens on accident. Right, and I sat there, how many times have I said it? Why are all these banks buying gold all of a sudden? Right? Why are all these central banks bringing their gold back to their own countries? Now I know. Right now we know. Hey, all these guys, they already know what's happening. It's not a secret to them. Fiat money's going to be worthless pretty soon, and everybody better have some gold, period. And think about the timing. Right? I said 2018 was the first inning of the debt bubble. Maybe it was 2019. The first year ever, the United States, small number, small number, is going to run a trillion-dollar deficit without a war, without a crisis, right, and allegedly the best economy we've ever had. 
the same year that these guys said gold moves from tier three to tier one. Gold is being brought back into the financial system as money. All the world's banks are now storing this metal. Not as some third-rate asset, but as all the world's working capital, it's money. So it's not just any voice that says it, right? It's not me. I'm not telling you. It's not some some uh, gold bug out there, right? It's darn sure not Warren Buffett, right? Warren Buffett, I'll go, gold's nothing. Well, in the eyes of the world's central bank's bankers, gold is quite something now. Gold was removed from our system in 1971 when we were taken off, the, obviously, the, when the gold window got closed, central banks could no longer trade dollars for gold. Of course, remember, I told you the story of why it was that they closed the gold window, because we were going to run out of gold. In 2018, central banks added nearly 23 million ounces of gold. And we've talked about it on the show a couple of times. This is the largest amount since the gold window closed. Russia was the biggest buyer. Of course, who started buying at the end of the year? Oh, that's right. Our good friends, the Chinese, are now back in the market. The Bank of International Settlements, located in Basel, Switzerland, and how it relates to the issue of central banks hold, hoarding of gold is the fact that on March 29th, what is that, 11 days from today, the Bank of International Settlements will permit central banks to count the physical gold it holds mark to market. In other words, today, let's just say they held, and, and just for simplicity's sake, they held $10 billion in gold. They could only count it as five in the old rules. On March 29th, they get to count it the same as a treasury bill. The same as cash. The same as mortgage-backed securities. Whatever. Whatever the asset may be. The same. What do you think that tells you? Patriot Radio News Hour. I got a great item when we get back. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily commentary continuing the conservative pro-family legacy of Phyllis Schlafly. Now, here's the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. The radical feminist ruthlessly mocked Phyllis Schlafly in the 1970s for her description of what would unravel 
if the Equal Rights Amendment was passed. Phyllis knew then that the issue at hand wasn't about more rights for women. If the ERA or other similar legislation were passed, it would remove restrictions on abortion, lead to unisex bathrooms, put women in military combat or even the draft, and degrade the family unit itself. And so it happened. Although the ERA did not pass, other similar laws have passed, and their destructive ideas have manifested in other ways. As the left has fought for and succeeded in obtaining what they consider rights for women, the homosexual community, minorities, and other groups they've labeled as victims, a new generation of those seeking accommodation is causing conflict. Transgenderism first entered public consciousness as a subsection of those in the LGBT community that the left championed. But the latest developments in gender dysphoria mania have gone too far for even the liberal feminists. The Equality Act is currently moving through Congress with Speaker Nancy Pelosi's support. This bill would seek to amend civil rights legislation to specifically include gender identity as a protected characteristic. This would demand that all federally funded entities treat sex as gender identity. This change is unacceptable for even many liberal women's rights groups. They find themselves agreeing with unlikely allies in pro-family groups to oppose this bill and the push to remove distinction between biological genders. Kara Dansky is a board member of the radical feminist organization Women's Liberation Front. She said recently that the Equality Act would be an unmitigated disaster if we construe the word sex to mean gender identity what we are saying is that women and girls do not exist as a category worthy of civil rights protection. Feminists are finding out what Phyllis Schlafly always said. Removing distinctions made on the basis of sex will inevitably lead to the complete disregard of the notion of sex and gender. This will have untold negative effects for American women. The Equality Act is dangerous and it must be stopped. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. You've seen the desperation of women's marches, the disgrace of Planned Parenthood, the rise of savvy young conservative women. Radical feminism is heading down a dead-end road. Voice your opinion on what's really important to women at phyllisschlafly.com. That's phyllisschlafly.com. Thanks for listening and join us again for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. Patriot Radio News Hour. Really interesting. Now I think about all of these things and I'm wondering, how high is gold going to go now? Because it's so much more than what I initially had thought. Because initially I'm thinking, okay, they want to de- get away from the dollar. That, that makes sense. I mean, look at the deficits, right? That makes sense. But now it has even greater meaning. Not only can they get away from the dollar, 
But see, one of the punishments of the of the dollar system, and you can see get the whole all the the central banks, central bankers, letting us know the dollar's day is coming to an end. And, like, uh, and you know, and and some of you may be like, "Well, why would you say that?" The answer is very simple. See, you used to get punished. If you wanted to get away from the dollar and buy gold. Think about it. Oh, another one of these little tricks that they had to try to keep gold artificially low. And what I mean by that, if you did that in your reserves, you lost 50% of your borrowing power, right? Because gold was a tier three asset. So now you start thinking about all the times the stories, and remember I told you how central banks used to sell gold. All of a sudden, that makes sense, doesn't it? Because it wasn't until 1988 that they issued Basel One and said what? Hey, gold isn't really worth what everything else is worth. And despite that, they repeated that again in 2004. And despite that, guess what central banks did anyway? They stopped selling. Not only did they stop selling, they started buying anyway. And then we found out in Basel III, they said, hey, not today, but seven years in the future, gold will be just as good as anything else. Just as good as U.S. Treasury, good as, good, just as good as cash, just, just as good as a Eurozone, whatever it may be, any other uh, debt out there, just as good. In other words, you can borrow 100% gives them the ability to print money. And when you think about it, all these central banks are saying, hey, gold's going to, gold's really going to take off. And I want to have it because it's going to outperform everything else and give me the ability to what? Keep printing money. 800-951-0592. Think about that for a minute. Today, I've got an item. I only have four of them. It's not something we sell a lot of. We sell them from time to time. I have four, four-piece proof Gold Eagle sets. All four of them are 2006. Okay, they're 2006. These have the one ounce, the half ounce, the quarter ounce, and the tenth ounce American Gold Eagle. They've been struck extra, you know, a few extra times, right, because they're proofs. They come in the blue box, 
with the certificate of authenticity, the whole nine yards. Now, uh, I I didn't look on the Mint site today. I don't need to look. They're probably somewhere close to $1,600 for uh, an ounce. And, of course, this is 1.85 ounces, right? Because you got, like I said, you not only do you got the one ounce, but you have all the uh, fractional coins to go along with it. I mean, the Mint, this is something on the at the Mint, you're paying between $28,000 and $3,000. 2800 to 3000 bucks. I've got these four, and I, again, I only have four of them. It is the cheapest way today to buy gold for me. In other words, this is the cheapest price per ounce that I have. Cheaper than a gold eagle, cheaper than a 20. They're $2,580. That brings their cost to $1,394 and like 59 cents. But you get, I only got four. This is 1.85 ounces of gold. These are proofs. So they're even more spectacular, right? These, this is the best the mint has to offer. They come in their box with their certificates of authenticity, the whole nine yards. And you're going to be paying, what, $89.90 over spot on a proof gold eagle? That's incredible. I mean, and, and Wendy will tell you this, Wendy's worked here forever. Proof gold cost, cost for the entire time I've worked here, with the exception of last year, cost was about 150 to $200 over spot. And then you had to throw retail on top of that. So to be able to buy proof gold, it, you know, <laughs> $90 over spot, it doesn't get any better than that. If you've got the means, I know a lot of you are like, hey, I don't have... 2580 bucks, but if you do, there's not a better deal in town. 800-951-0592. Over the weekend, a report came out about housing. Now, of course, you know I've been telling you about the slowdown. This is the other side of it. You know, we talked about auto loan defaults. What was it? A couple weeks ago, 37 million credit cards, 90 days or more past due. According to the data, 30% of the 220 major U.S. metropolitan areas are po are posting significant increases in foreclosure activity in 2019. According to the report, the hardest hit areas include Orlando, Florida. Oh, I didn't hear the music. Break is here. We'll be back.
800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, the four-piece gold eagle proof set, $2,580. You're just not going to find a better deal anywhere, 800-951-0592. And then this little number came out talking about foreclosures. I don't want to be negative. I want to believe that all of us can afford these houses, which, come on, we know we can't. And apparently, things are starting to, well, go the wrong way. Orlando, Florida, foreclosures up 72% year over year. Austin, Texas, up 60%. Miami up 41. Even San Diego and Seattle up double digits. Across the United States, 29,382 properties. 29,382 started the foreclosure process in January. If you annualize that, it's over 350,000. The problem is the number's rising. What are we going to end the year at? Four, 400,000, 500,000? That's up more than 4% month over month. Of course, as I told you, up again year over year. More than two dozen states in Washington, D.C., so let me do the math, right, over half the country now, posted annual increases in foreclosure starts. So these are houses just entering. States with the highest activity. See if these states are familiar to you. Florida. Right? Think about everybody leaving the East Coast to get out of there. Up 91%. Whoops. Texas. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh. It's just, I mean, the numbers are hard to believe. Up 50%. Washington. Right? We got Seattle and that whole area up 41%. Hawaii. Right? Who doesn't want to live there? Right, my younger son actually got uh, an email from the University of Hawaii. Uh, that I wouldn't say they're recruiting them yet, but they're letting them know, hey, we're interested in you. We're, we're going to keep our eye on you. And I was like, yeah, get that deal. I'll come see you play. Oh, Arizona. Yeah, we're, we're on the list. Up 28%. Mortgage companies repossessed. 12,228. That's up 18% from December. So you think about they took back 12,000, but they started foreclosures on 29,000. So I know my rudimentary math skills, uh, that number is going to start growing every month, isn't it? The the, uh, the report said that repos have moved higher for the third month 
in a row. I don't know. You do the math. I mean, how do, how does this work? How does all this play out? You know, logically, housing is slowing. Prices are just too damn expensive. People can't afford it. You know what ends up happening, right, is everybody now shops for a payment. Isn't that how it works anymore? Well, what's my payment going to be? And then everybody, right, what, you know, it just happens. You always want to buy as close to whatever it is you think you can afford. But people forget. You see, they want to believe there's no inflation. Then you buy a house, you find out how much inflation really is. Right? The, hey, I can afford a $3,000 house payment. Well, maybe you could have five years ago. If you still make the same amount of money that you did five years ago, you can't afford a $3,000 a month house payment anymore. I mean, the math's simple. Your property taxes went up. Your electric bill went up. Your water bill went up. The sewer bill went up. Every bill went up. Your life insurance premium, your health care premium, this premium, that premium, they all went up. Your automobile insurance went up. You had to buy a new, you had to buy a new car. That went up. None of these numbers should surprise uh, I, I'm worried. I only want us to slow down. What if we don't? What if it's a little worse than that? What if it is a little more than a slowdown? How many people are going to lose their home again? Why did houses get so expensive to begin with? Why did it happen? Because demand would never happen, right? It's not because, you know, you almost could believe the first housing bubble, couldn't you? I mean, they sold 1.2 million new houses at the peak. 1.2 million. Today they sell, you know, five to 600,000. Nowhere close to that level and falling, by the way. Existing home sales, we're not even back to where it was like in 2000. So it wasn't demand. It was all that cheap money that the central bankers put out there. Oh, yeah, not to mention they gave the banks all the houses we lost. Patriot Radio News Hour, final segment when we return. Final segment here on a Monday, man, running out of steam here. A little bit under the weather, fighting the good fight here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, gold's, gold's up, silver's up. 
The Dow is down, but just a little bit. No, no, no big move today. No big move today. Everyone's going to wait to see what the Fed's going to say or not say and how dovish they're going to be. It's all ridiculous. Think about the Bank of International Settlements. Since its inception, gold, they haven't considered as good as other forms, right? Dollars, euros, credit, debt. In 11 days, gold will now be just as good, which really means what? It's better. Because it's not a debt. It's not a promise to pay. You don't have to worry about recessions or housing foreclosures or any of that stuff. Idiotic uh, mistakes made by central banks. I think we're going to see the gold buying continue. I think it's a matter of fact, not only is it going to continue, it's going to keep increasing. Just makes sense. It's the best way to hold it, right? Hey, I don't need to hold it, hold it all in dollars. I want to hold it in gold. Makes huge, huge sense. We're down to three, three proofs left. Sorry about that. Three proof sets left. Listen, these are no brainers. I wouldn't tell you that if I didn't believe it. Uh, you get uh, the one ounce, the half ounce, the quarter ounce, the tenth ounce American Gold Eagle. In the blue box with the certs, awesome looking. You're paying $1,395 an ounce. It's The total's $2,580. I've got three of them left. Today's the last day for Silver Rounds. I still have it. I can't believe it. I don't know. Here in Phoenix especially, I still have Silver Rounds, $325 a roll. That puts you at less than a dollar over spot today. Uh, Silver's what, $15 and 30 something cents an ounce? $325 on the rounds puts your cost at $16.25. So U.S. Silver rounds, $325. The, the three proof Gold Eagle sets, the four piece sets at $2,580 at $800.951. Zero five nine two. Uh, that's our toll-free number. That's how you keep us all going. Oh, don't forget today. I, I, I got to tell you. If you guys missed Eric's show Friday, man, he, it was, I caught the repeat. I, was, I wasn't feeling well. I listened to the repeat. Sensational. Uh, he's on 3 o'clock Arizona time. And before that, Jason and Brian, the front range shows before him. So at 2 o'clock Arizona time, 3 o'clock Colorado time, you got Jason and Brian, uh, then followed by Eric. Make sure you get out to 1360khnc.com. Hit that listen live button. Uh, we're almost there. We're going to have the schedules updated uh, this weekend. We got Sons of Liberty uh, to play Chris Ann Hall as well. We'll add them to the schedule. So many great things coming. I know I, I ran out of time. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Everyone take care. Have a great day.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.